podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Osman Faces podcast is now sponsored by Tire Spot, the Northeast's leading tire supplier with branches across the region. Tire Spot don't just do tires, they cover everything from servicing to wheel alignment. They can handle every aspect of your car's maintenance. For more information, visit tirespot.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Always Smiling Faces podcast on the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. Different lineup tonight. It's myself, Chris, as always, joined by Degger and Daryl. Are you joining us tonight for our Monday night show? Daryl, how are you, mate? Can you? Aye. Bit of a block nose, but otherwise, spot on. Is that can you just because you're a Newcastle fan at the moment and you're just living the dream? Why, aye? Who isn't? <laughs> Why, aye? Why, aye? Why, aye? I love that shirt, by the way. Oh, it. It's a new one. Well, I'd say new. I got a new one last aye, week. Aye. Uh, yeah. It came last week, so over the moon. Like <clears> on the other one, I've got the original one. Uh, the sponsor has just completely gone, so it needed replacing. So those are all listening to the audio. Uh, Daryl is wearing the orange CC kit. I would prefer that one as. I had best on the back of my best one. Oh, yeah. Bestie, yeah, Stephen. I had <laughs> <laughs> best on. It was dead small, it was. <laughs> uh, so, Decker, um, as usual, on a Monday night, oh, shit, yeah. you get to say the words, and I'm losing count how many times we've said this this season, <clears throat> but take it away, mate. Well, won't you now? Get, get it in there. I'm watching it twice, either. It's... <laughs> I'm sorry, twice, I'm, I, I'm not doing so, it again. I'm so, <laughs> we haven't obviously, Everton game was midweek, so, yeah, so I, I'm not trying um, to about that one. But, Decker, we'll, 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 we'll start with you. Mm-hmm. It's another game that's gone by, another result, which is, I would probably argue this one's probably expected this result against Southampton. But I feel as if yet again, it's it's another benchmark to say Champions League football is ours to lose. Yeah, well, I, well listen, I, I have a real like sort of romance with the Champions League. Like, I just I hold it in such high regard. And like, I think, I don't know, like some people... I was talking to people today that maybe not think that way so much. Uh, they're like, you know, uh, it's not what it used to be and blah, blah, blah. But to me, the Champions League, like, just, I don't know, proper turns is on, like, if I'm honest. Um, and, like, that's always been my thought process when we got taken over. I was like, God, we might one day be in that competition. And obviously now, like, well, to be fair, I've actually been quite positive about being in the Champions League for, for months now. Like, well, not months, that's maybe a bit of exaggeration, but certainly a good few weeks where Mark's been like, whoa, whoa, don't get carried away. But I'm, I really always felt that, like, Mark, where we're going to get six wins from? Yeah, Walker. I know, yeah, aye. Um, I think what, what the the point I was trying to make a lot of the times was is it the time when we were competing for the champion? Well, still obviously, but like it was against Spurs, and I kept saying that if there's any team I'd want to be facing, you know, to try and chase top four, it would be them. Aye, because they're not very good. Like, do you know what I mean? And, <laughs> and I thought, like, you know, the form that we were on and and, and sort of the wave we're riding, like, I thought we we can get there. Um, and now it'd be eleven points. Well, sorry, it's not quite as it's nine now, sorry, because of Liverpool. But to be in the position we're in anyway, um, I, I don't think we're going to lose out on it. Like I really do. I think we're going to we're going to get. There. Would you? I'm staying with you. Would you feel slightly disappointed if we didn't get that Champions Good. League spot now? I'd be gutted, mate. I, I I don't mind. And I, listen, I, I would be 
I would be absolutely gutted, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't say it's been a fantastic season. Of course it has. Yeah. But I'm not lying. I'd I'd be devastated. Like if I, I'd be really upset because I I just think like to Touch be in distance, that competition, it? man, like it's unreal. So yeah, I'd, I would be very disappointed. Yeah. Are you scared in any way whatsoever, Daryl, of Liverpool catching? Um, I think after yesterday, because those are the ones to watch. Really, yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, with their goal difference, they're the ones that pose the biggest threat. But uh, I think you know they do have the potential to go and win every game that they've got left to play. But you know that means we've got to go on a, a bad losing streak. Well, yeah, as well. exactly. I mean, we've only lost four in the league this season. <clears> it means having to lose four the next five, mm. which or well, three of the next five, whatever. It's just not going to happen, is it? It's, Unless and Newcastle, hey, I mean, right. it can happen, right? Like it can, fo- it can oh, happen. Yeah, it can. Football, football's but, funny thing, but you, you know, let's be realistic. I they mean, won't stand for that. Them, them lads and Eddie won't stand for that. Happening, <clears> like. You just can't see it. And um, I think you know we've got Arsenal coming up this Sunday. I think if we if we beat them, it's a foregone conclusion. Definitely it rolled off the tongue there, didn't it? Beating them, eh? I'm not. Well, yeah, that's that's, that's going to be a tough well, game. It, it will, yeah. it will. But you know, they're bottling it at the minute as well. So why yeah, not? they are. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I definitely think we can get it. Well, listen, we can beat anyone at home, and I've said that for weeks as well. Like, um, even if you take Sunday, like you look at the first forty-five minutes, I might be jumping ahead here, so I apologise. But um, even when we were a goal down, I wasn't worried, you know. Like I just thought it'll be fine. We'll sort it out. (laughs) We said that on the reaction yesterday, didn't we? It was like even though we had gone a goal down, it was like not worried. Yeah, not worried. No, we'll. we'll, we'll I mean, I was I was disappointed with the first half, but I, I wasn't. I knew that. Just give her half time, maybe a bit of change or whatever mm-hmm. it'll be, and we'll sort yeah. it out, you know. And, yeah. and obviously, we did. Just because you mentioned it, Digger. I know, obviously, we're going to be all over the shot on this one because we'll have already done one match reaction to, to the game of the weekend and obviously the Evan game midweek. So, so we'll go back and have a look at them. But were you surprised to see Eddie Howe make such a, a clinical decision at half time by taking Gordon off? Um. It was it was a brave one, I thought, because mm. I I'd, like I said in there that me the last chat I've got, I'd said like he's done this before, you know, he did it with Maxi a few times where like I've seen Maxi play in the first half and he might move him maybe up front, say. And I know he said he did that through injury because of an injury or something, so he put him up front. But like with Gordon, he, he obviously he was causing trouble though, right? I think we have to be fair here. And oh, I've yeah. seen a lot of grief he was getting online after the game, and I thought, you know, that that's a tad, un, it's a tad unfair, like because I, I thought he looked dangerous. He was certainly up for it. Um, I would say the fullback, their fullback improved as the game went on and was starting to read his movements and was shepherding him out of play and stuff. He they switched then, at one point, didn't they? Yeah, the switch. And, and he moved Gordon to the right. was very ineffective. They didn't really do much at all. Um, it was a brave It was a brave sub, but it was probably, the, well, ultimately it was the right one. Um, but there's not, I don't think there's many managers would have done that, you know. Honestly, I feel like a lot of managers would have just went, you know, it is what you're causing trouble. Go out, go out again the second half. I mean, Gordon must have been pretty devastated like I think to be honest because he he had two really good chances certainly one really good chance should have buried um, one of them yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he did look threatening like I mean for all people who were having to go at him I, I did think he looked lively he looked like probably were best threat if I'm being honest like um, just he, he looks like he's desperate for a goal like doesn't it for his own confidence yeah. like um, do you think when they're similar sort of position with Gordon Darrell is what will with Miggy do you know when Miggy needed yeah, that goal um, and I know Miggy's run went on for, for a hell of a lot longer oh, than, yeah, than what Gordon's yeah. probably will I hope but uh, <laughs> but it's it's at the point where you can tell he's he's doing things and he's trying things and he's getting in decent positions. Yeah. But obviously that was his first start at St James's Park. Okay, and and like, like I said, he had a, he had an all right game. He was probably the most attacking looking player in that first half. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's just a matter of time now? Do you think next season will be the one? I think so. I mean, I did feel really sorry for him having to go off at half time on uh, on Sunday, and 
you know, he like like I said, you know, he, he carried a threat going forward and you know, he hit the post and he had that one before that where he hit the side netting and there's a few around me who thought it had gone in like, but uh you know, he, he did carry a lot going forward and I think there was a, a few elements of his play if you notice when you when you watch it back that he he wasn't quite up to tune with the rest of the team, I think. Um and I think with time and with a full preseason with Eddie and the lads, I think he'll come straight into that and he'll be fully fledged part of the squad next season without a doubt. I think that's really important, you know, the the, the full preseason. I think sometimes it can be difficult for a player joining in January, like um and, and to try and hit the ground running, it doesn't always work. Yes, it, of course it can work. I'm not saying it, it doesn't, but it's not it's not always easy. Um, and I still say, like, you know, we, we signed him, right? And like a lot of people said, it's potential. You were mm-hmm. buying potential. We weren't buying a ready-made player here. That was going to just be amazing. You know what I mean? We all knew that. And, and it wasn't a rash decision. Obviously, we saw in the interviews afterwards, yeah. Eddie Howe goes up to him and says that uh, we've been after you for a while. Yeah. And, and again, you know, he'll be looking and thinking, what can, what can he become as a player? <coughs> Um, I just, you know, it's as you say though, you just meant it's his first start, you know, it's his first start since James has. I mean, it's like I just think sometimes, especially when you're playing as well as we are and the players are playing so well, it it sometimes does stand out quite loudly when mm. someone's maybe not absolutely on yeah. it. Mm. Um, and I think maybe with that, I did, but like I still thought he carried a real threat, like you know, I, I know he didn't get his goal, but there was a couple of dangerous crosses he put in. Um, there's definitely a player in there, like no doubt about it. It's just hopefully next season. That with a full preseason and yeah. stuff like that, he'll, he'll come. He'll come good. I don't want to be over, overly critical of, of Gordon here, but I'm going to be <laughs> kind of. Were you expecting more than what you've seen so far? Either of you can answer that. Um, yes, but it comes with a caveat as well because you have to remember where he, like the team that he's come from. He's come from an Everton side that are pretty much on the verge of going down this season. Um. And his confidence been completely shot by the way he's been treated down there as well. Not necessarily by the club, but by his own fans. Mm. And you saw that after the Everton game as well, and during the Everton game even. I mean, when he came out to do the warm-up before the game at Everton, there was a lot of vocal noises from the home end. And, you know, it was down to us in the away end to him up and give him that bit of support. And, that. and he really did appreciate it because you could tell in his body language. Um, and I also know that um, the club actually had extra security in place for him. As well, just in case. They're on the bench. Yeah. And if so you know two lads you normally see around yes. Amanda, they were on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't um, going to play like. No, no. Um, but... <laughs> Imagine bringing Triple H on. Oh, I was thinking of Triple H. <laughs> Imagine... <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be oh. superb. But um, if you notice as well during the game, I, I don't even think he did a warm up before he came on. It, was, it wasn't it was safe enough for him to do a warm up and he came on without a warm up as well. Um, But yeah, I think it's it's just down to how he's been treated. And <clears> you would you would have thought, given on. on previous season's forms that he's had at Everton, then he would have come in and hit the ground running completely and, you know, been tearing it up. But I think with the with the situation he's come from, I think it's hurt him a bit. And it's just taking a bit of time to give him a bit of love and comfort and, and get him back up to scratch. I, I'd probably agree. I, what I would say, though, like, you know, in terms of what we've seen of Gordon at us, right, it's pretty much the same player I've seen at Everton, right? Like, I, I honestly, and I, I'm not trying to be awful here, but, like, when we signed him, I thought he flattered to deceive at Everton, really. I thought he went to ground easy. Bit of a whinger, rat, dived a lot, no real end product, but ran around a lot and looked busy and quick. And and that's pretty much what I'm saying to us, right? I wouldn't say he's not diving as much, to be fair to him. I'll give him that, but he's looking busy. He's, he's certainly got something. There's no yeah. question of that. But that's kind of the same player I've seen at Evan that he's, he looks all right. He looks canny. 
did I think he was worth 60 million when he was linked with Chelsea? No, I didn't. <laughs> I think you know you, you've I mean? got to look at it though and think that he was probably their stand well, one of their standout players mm-hmm. in the poor side. Yeah, yeah. So only him and Ricardo's, wasn't yeah, it? Really? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Their biggest asset, yeah, they had apart yeah. from maybe he's even Pickford, you could go as far yeah, as that, that's fair yeah. comment. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, that, like, what I mean by that is like, uh, did I expect to hit the ground runner? Do you know, I, I thought about this today, actually, right? It's funny. Do you know that this reign of form that Jacob Murphy's gone on? I mean, you know, I, I thought he was great again yesterday, by the way, in moments in the game. Um, if it, At that time, I'd, Murphy wasn't part of the team, I'm saying, Gordon, right? Like, he was part of the squad, but he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Miggy was playing everything, right? If you had have said to me, like, think of the form Murphy's on. If you had have said to us, like, would it be Gordon or, or Murphy being able to produce that style, that type of football or that performance? I'd be like, oh, Gordon all day. Mm, right. no, Murphy hasn't got that in him. And then just look at how the how it's done. Now, to try and flip what I'm trying to say is that is what is capable being yeah. around the squad and being around Eddie Howe and not just Eddie Howe, the, the, the whole staff. Um, <laughs> so there's no there's no doubt that he can't can't become good. Like, But I, I, all I'll say again is that I just feel it's what he's doing now is kind of the same play I've seen at Evan. You know, like there's something there, but really haven't seen it yet. I didn't really see it at Evan either. So. It's probably obviously a great time to be involved with this, this, this squad as well. You'd rather be with the way we're all right now if you're looking at it from Gordon's point of view rather than struggling to get in a, a poor side oh, yeah 100% because yeah, confidence is, I still say is everything in football you know it really is it's that level as well <clears throat> and I think if you're as you say coming on for a struggling side um, you could see after the event how much he loved it and oh, I was going to ask you on this one because you mentioned did you see the footage after the game when he kind of he was like down the tunnel area walking past yes. out of like mm. the yeah. yeah. Did, did that did that surprise you at all? Or? Nah. Nah. Nah, not really. No. It did, I it did honestly me, but... think that, that he's now probably just cut all ties with that football club because you know yeah. he's not getting welcomed back yeah. at any point for the rest of his life. They, they've, made their, they've made their stance quite clear down there, haven't they? It must be mad though as a player like when you've supported that club. Yeah. Like it's your club. Mm. And then... Do you know what I mean? Like, you imagine when he first pulled the shirt out and played for them to now be in this situation where... But he you know what it is? You, you probably, <laughs> I mean, everyone hates Evan, like, so I suppose <laughs> you can blame him. But these are probably questions that, that went through his mind before he had even put uh, ink to paper on that contract. Yeah. He's obviously weighed it all up and yeah. thought that, that this is the right decision for him. And it, it, it will be 100%. Oh, yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. He couldn't have stuck around there. No, he couldn't. And I still believe he'll be a, 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 a big player for, you know, in a, a good. Well. He still he still adds to the squad, right? Mm. And I'm all about adding to the squad. All right, now I'm not. He might become more than a squad player. I'm not saying you know, that he won't be, but he's still going to be a, a good addition. And I said, give him a preseason, give him time under Eddie Howe, and we'll we'll judge accordingly. You know what I mean? We'll just have to carry on. But I did feel from at half time though, because I didn't think he did a lot wrong. I mean, and I didn't score, but he was still creating a lot. He, he, well, you know, the, the only thing he didn't do right was find the back of the net because yeah. that that chance which I said it's it's a great chance clear cut chance beautiful ball from Isak wasn't oh, it through mm. what a pass and I, do you know what it is it, Eddie Howe's had to make a decision and he's made the decision based on pushing Isak out on the left really hasn't he so I think if I had been anybody on that left hand side absolutely anybody would play that poorly in the first half that player on that that wing would have been axed well, it's not only my mate that gets yeah. it all the time. And if it was Maxi, I mean, um, even if he had a half decent game, yeah. if we were losing one nil, I think Eddie Howe would have still made that decision. Yeah, to get Isaac and Wilson, Wilson on, yeah. on at the same sense. time. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes and it's just unlucky for yeah. for Gordon that he's that player that was was sacrificed at the end of the day. Yeah, that's a really good point. Now it's a good point because I think Isaac. We've seen well if we touch on the Everton game. I know we're jumping around and apologise, but you know you look at that assist 
<laughs> which I mean that all came down from the left hand side and there was moments yesterday where he just looked untouchable oh, on yeah. the left hand side. Um so yeah, so we're blessed, aren't we, in that regard that we can we can move him out wide and he's such a dangerous threat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but no, you're right. I mean to get Wilson on you have to move Isak out there and, and Gordon had to be sacrificed and probably would have been Maxi if he was on it would have been the same. And in hindsight, as we know right now, if Eddie House made the the, the brave decision, which was the correct decision, Daryl. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, you know, it pays its own dividends when Yesov gets you two goals. And, you know, just to touch on the decision to move Isaac out wide, you know, we can see now just how versatile he is. Um, and we know he can play through the middle and score goals. And we also know that he's capable of getting out wide and playing cross field passes and pulling in assists and just doing all sorts of magic with his feet as well. Um, and, you know, the, the shape that the team took in the second half as well, it wasn't as if Isaac and Wilson got close together. We still held that formation of the 4-3-3. Um, and I think you probably saw more Willock pushing further forward to assist yeah. Wilson in the middle mm-hmm. rather than Isaac drifting in from one side and like Murphy from the other, etc. Um, and it, it just worked to a T. He's something else he's like, isn't he? He's something else. He's he's, He's an absolute bargain. He is literally like, if Benzema and Thierry Henry had a love child like him, (laughs) it's unbelievable. I mean, he's just got everything. He's um, the type of player that would probably look perfect in in most lineups for for most squads. Mm -hmm. And and that's not me obviously just jumping ahead of it. I honestly think that he could get in champions of whatever league. I honestly think he's that good. Yeah, And... It looks effortless, Digger. It looks like he's not even trying. I, I you can also see uh, what Howe meant about fitness. You know, and he had said that he, he is he is fit to play, but not the way I want him to play. I remember when he, met, he yeah. used that line because he had to kind of come out in the and sort yeah. of he's fit, but not, not correct himself, fit. but explain himself yeah. more. Um, and you can see that, and also you can see again his confidence when he's getting the ball. Um, he feel he, he, every time he gets it, he looks like he feels invincible, and he's willing to just go past anyone. Especially, you know, if you do that assist against Everton, probably every time he gets the ball, now right. he thinks he can take the world on. Um, and I, listen, this is why one of the reasons why I love Maxi, someone that's direct. I keep saying that. I repeat myself every week. I'm sorry, but like I love players that love to get at the opposition, and, and he he does. But his feet are just unbelievable. And so you know, if you thought Maxi's close control of the ball was was good, oh, he's a different level. Oh, he's he's un- a, oh god, unbelievable! Honestly, unbelievable. His first touch um, as well, man. His his mm-hmm. his ability just to control it the way he does. I mean, I think was it against who was it against? Everybody, Bruno, like, the Bruno, like, <laughs> well, yeah, 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 first touch, unbelievable. Sort of like touched it with his left, and he brought it down, but yeah. also brought it like right down and back onto his right foot. It was yeah. just unreal. He's he's close control is just absolutely out of this world. It's well, like that. Remember yeah. when you're a kid? That guy you probably had this, and there was like a um. It was like a strap that you put around your, your waist, and there was a ball attached to the oh, string. Oh, yeah, 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 and you used to kick. Yeah, that's I, what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that ball's never leaving. Uh, <laughs> well, especially on that assist. I mean, the the way that he was, especially with the very, very tight yeah. towards the byline where he did that little move, it was absolutely unbelievable. Snapping um, stuff on, but you, you look at like I, I've just mentioned that chance for Gordon when he hit the post. Like that that through ball he played yeah. was ap- just perfect. Like it really was, and he he leads the line so well. His first touch is amazing. We've seen him score all different types of goals from being a header to that goal. I keep always get this mixed up. Maybe Bournemouth away, where no, it wasn't. It was someone else, Forest away, I think it was. But he, yeah, he like and I created an angle for his body to get the shot on target. All these type of things, and he's just absolutely unbelievable. Like, um, and it, to be fair, yeah, and when we paid sixty odd million for him, I thought, whoa. He must be good, you know, because they, they do the due diligence. They, they, they're a clever bunch, you know. They, they, they must know he's good, but Christ, I didn't think he was this good. I mean, he's the best. <laughs> he's unbelievable. You can sort of see that the, the whole data analysis approach that they're now taking up at St. James's is just absolutely 
so it's a right players in the, the right positions isn't yeah it? i mean it's such a forensic examination they're doing on these players that we're bringing in and i wanted to mention this now i might as well mention it now before i forget but there's no one in the in the premier league that have the the sort of the um that we've got two strikers that are both able to do the job like different jobs though yeah like so you've got isaac will start one week because there's loads of people in the, i remember the comments of the whatever last game it was i think and there was a he had dropped isaac and played wilson yeah and everyone was like eh, why is he not playing he's just played amazing blah blah and who scores wilson gets a couple yeah. you know whatever you know and then he'll then be dropped and isaac comes in he'll get a couple now of course that might not last forever you know what i mean again everyone has dips in form but there's no one in the league that has two players like that where yeah. they can um, complement each other so well and both get goals, really. I mean, Wilson has got the record now of scoring eight goals in the month, the cal- yeah. one calendar month, which would be Chivas uh, from 99. That's unbelievable, that. like. I mean, I mean, when you look at it as well, I saw the stat, I don't know if it was last night or this morning, where if you look at the the the, the, the strikers with the um, minutes per goal ratio, mm. and you've got Haaland, who's out in front, obviously, because he's a yeah. bloody robot, but... Uh, Second and third, Wilson and Isaac. It just speaks volumes. And it's unbelievable. The fact that you also have to extend that to Joe Linton as well, because and and, and Mickey, because we're going to have these players who are like going to be in double digits, and it's the first time we've ever had three players with ten goals plus in a mm. season. Mm. And you know, Joe Linton's not that far off joining them in in that group. We could end up having four. It's it's. I mean, it's new territory for us. Like, well, it is the the the, the football we're playing, man. I mean, if we if we touch on that second half yesterday, mm. I mean. We were just like battering them from the minute the second we're, we're half kicked off. Right in, like. It was unbelievable. The the intensity. Well, it was pretty much what wasn't there in the first half. And I'd even say this from the fans as well, to be quite honest. It was very much like, I don't know what I felt as if that we just were expecting to win. Yeah. It's like That's that deck meme, isn't it? Like where they'll say, do one thing. So it's like, oh, let's help them take the lead. <laughs> now we're battling. <laughs> I was like, we're, we're still, we had moments in the first half where we're, we're still good. We still had chances, you know, we mentioned them, Gordon had a chance, Joe Linton's head, I just went wide. We had we had a few chances, but the overall intensity didn't seem there, whereas it was as if they really got to kick up the arse at half time in mm. the second half. We were just unbelievable. As you say, Willick definitely went higher, which I thought helped. Wilson was was brilliant, of course he was, but we just looked, Southampton had no answers, like they just couldn't get, every time they got the ball, they had to just physically get rid of it. And then we're coming back at them again. We're amazing that second half. Let's jump through some of the questions because we've had quite a few already. If anybody does have any more questions, fire them our way. We normally keep this one till the end of the show, but let's just do whatever we want tonight, boys. Um, And we're also only 17 subscribers away from 10,000. So not far away. Um, Obviously, when we get the 10,000, you unlock the video like Daryl's just said. So you'll get the Battle of the Kits goalkeeper edition. I'm buzzing for that, that like, one. I can't <laughs> wait. Like, Some belters in there. Yeah. Most of the message that, that we get on Twitter and on YouTube is when are you going to do the final battle of the kids? <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, it, it was what, three years ago now that we've done the, the original battle of the yeah. kids? There's it was a few, COVID, few wasn't strips it? that we can add in. It was COVID, wasn't it, when mm. we did it? Because, yeah, it was something to do from home, wasn't it? Aye. Uh, it was something to do. Get pissed from home. Get pissed, Get pissed from home. Did, yeah. That's what we're doing. And people have mentioned. The, the smelly fish challenge as well. The fish oh, challenge will be I'm coming no through the summer. Okay, we're not going to do it mid-season. We'll have to keep some content for the summer. Um, we're also going to have to try and bribe Bestie to come along because he's already said that he's not coming. Uh, said, I don't know. I'm coming to be there. <laughs> but yeah, we'll hmm. definitely do the fish challenge. Uh, right, so let's go through some of the questions. As always, our good friend Josh Stockton has sent a donation. So very, uh, thanks very much, Josh. Says hi lads, hope you're well. Uh, question: Our win yesterday matched our points total 
for the 2011-12 uh, when we finished fifth under Alan Pardew. Looking back, what are your memories of that season and do you believe we could qualify for the Champions League? So could we qualify for the Champions League then? You can see him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite... I feel like you're wearing that shirt as it well. Is, isn't it? Thank you, well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, memories from that season. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, well, one that... Um... I've got a bit of a left field one, yeah. Go on. Danny Simpson. Ooh. Watches his overall... Out of his skin, yeah, played out of his yeah. skin. I think he made about twelve goal line clearances. Ah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, that that was a. I think that that season was was just mental because, well, obviously no, we were never expecting to ever be that good, right? Yeah. We just weren't, and like we were, we played some great football. Like I mean, I remember uh, Stoke away is a game that sticks in my mind a lot. In that Denver one, Demba Bar's hat trick was unreal. And Stoke yeah. was a very difficult place to go to at that time as well. Like they were, they were brutal, uh, but we, we battered them. Uh, the Sunderland one, wasn't it? Well, Sunderland was the second game of the season away. Ryan Taylor. Ryan Taylor that was that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. we lost Santon or whoever it was, left back or Enrique or whoever it was. And then we basically put Ryan Taylor out there, didn't we? It was yeah. just an experiment really right. to get. And all of a sudden, you know, we're 12 <laughs> games unbeaten. And right. we're like, he was, he was there. Um, but no, there was some, we just had some, really, like Kabai was just unreal. Kabai and Teotihuacan in midfield. Oh, with just, the Manu 3 0 was that that season? Yeah. Oh, it was. In the rain. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What a like buy free kick when the rain oh. the rain dropped its head oh, off the, the crossbar when he smashes that. Oh. Oh, unbelievable eye. Some min games, like really was. And it, we could have gotten Champions League when we were very close. We were, we were still in the show on the last day, like yeah, we were dreadful that last day, oh. though, weren't we? we were, yeah. for, for what was at stake, we were dreadful. And uh, ironically, it wouldn't have mattered because Chelsea won the Champions League, didn't they? So yeah. even if we hadn't made it, we wouldn't have, which would have been a real mm. kick that way. Oh, yeah. Now it was a brilliant season. That one of me, one of my favourites. It's, it's always been seen as a real sliding doors moment, hasn't it? As well. Because mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. on on the back of that first we only really signed Vernon in the summer. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. If if we'd have gone and made the Champions League, I mean, it would have aggravated Mike Ashley. I'm sure to the high hell because he would have had to spend a lot more money than he did. What do you have though? Well, what do you have? Would have been made a right laugh in stock if we'd have gone to the Champions League. Without, Allo, without you were any, uh, we're still we're still made a decent fist of it, like didn't we in oh, Europe? Right. You know, we got the quarters, didn't we? Yeah. Benfica and I that mean, home we, game was. Flirted with relegation for quite a lot as well. Oh, yeah. Couldn't yeah. handle it, but nah, nah, with, it, with the squad it. that we had, but yeah. it was still memorable. It was no, it was hundred percent. It really was for me. Like it's one of the seasons that stand, that stands out. To be honest, with you. Uh, Baz had a great shout there. He said Danny Simpson using Stokes towels for every throw to waste time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a mad, mad goal. Obviously, the, the Marky Boy mentions Ben Offa's goal v Bolton. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. That season as well. So Blackburn in the cup would have been the same oh, season yeah. as well, wouldn't it? Obviously, yeah. yeah but uh, Premier League, yes, that that Bolton goal was, that was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think well, we've done a couple of the season reviews, and I don't think that was one. I don't think we did that one yet. No, we I did the so. we've done the championship one. We've done the championship yes. season, yeah. and we have done another one, which is is that another relegation season that we did? Great the one. Pick. Great one. To pick. Why did yeah. we pick that? Did we do that one? I, I don't think I've done any of the reviews over. I don't think I've I been. Think we might have done I that. can't remember. We've definitely done two. Yeah. But that is something else which we're going to look at. Yeah. In, in the, the summer, summer definitely as well because yeah. obviously we've got a lot of, of space. How, to how fill. could we forget Papa Cissé coming in? And yeah, just I was. Gonna, uh, smashing everything. God, I love uh, Cissé. goals for fun and the two at Chelsea. Oh goodness me! The first one doesn't get any credit, does it? Because of how good that second one was. That first one was unbelievable. Oh, God. Teased it up for himself, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Right foot, bang left. I nearly nearly took the roof off the house when he scored the second one. That was real. says Enrique going in goal. Yes. Liverpool game. Yes. Yeah. That was when Carroll came back, didn't he? We gave him some real grief. He got shoved off as well, didn't he? I did. I was. I actually dove in the first couple of minutes, didn't he? Yeah. Was that game? I remember that Liverpool goal loads that when Sissi scored Hatton Ben Offer, like. 
turns and then turns again and turns again and then turns again and then eventually right. crosses it and CC somehow gets it and it, no, no uh, power on the cross or anything. That would that would automatically remember make me remember Swansea away. Oh yes, yeah. West, West Brom as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh in God, in honestly, year. that is still one of my favourite away days. That West <laughs> Brom one. That was was I was live on Sky at the time. I remember, but I was at the game. Mm-hmm. Sun was blazing on the piss all day, and we absolutely for twenty minutes. It was like it was like Tottenham esque when we be like I only got three goals, but like we were up, we could have had five or six. Mm. Well, unbelievable that first half, unbelievable. But we had so many exciting players, didn't we? You know, Jonas was still part of it then. You had Ben Arfa, Kabai, Ben Arfa, Den It's just one of them scenes where everything clicked. It really did, like it really did. Yeah, it were brilliant. Like right, next question is sorry, there's another one from Josh. Uh, thanks, Josh. He says also uh, not that I have any favourites. I love you all. But can we see more of Dega on match previews and reactions? Yeah, yeah uh, you know what it is. <laughs> I, I, honestly, right? Who said that to me? Uh, Josh. Oh, Scott Josh. Me. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it, mate. Um, it's just, it's just me life, mate. Like honestly, like, I, the, I've got the kids and that, and like I just, it's just really hard to fit it in. But I, yeah, I have to, I have to do more because I, I do want to do them. It's just time. But I promise I will. What one, one, one video a week's near good is it for us? So I need to do more than that. I thought you were going to see you do one match preview this season. <laughs> no, no, no. no <laughs> I, I mean, I do, I do like just a Monday and I do need to do more. So. <laughs> uh, right. Next one up is from uh, Baz88, uh, who mentioned some of the memorable moments in that season. Says, whatever European competition we qualify for, are you going to do a live reaction to the draw? Mm. This is, was it? I think we knew that we were talking about this yeah, yesterday. Yeah, we were talking about it yesterday, weren't we? Yeah. So, after we finished recording the match reaction yesterday, uh, myself, Daryl, and Scott, it was. Was it just the three of uh, It was, wasn't and it? Roger. And Roger. Oh, sorry, Roger turned yeah. up last minute. Um, so we were talking about doing, obviously, more things for whatever European football we get. Obviously, yeah. the live draw being one of them. So 100% will be doing things. You'll be sick of our faces and voices <laughs> by the end of next season. I'll tell you that. Got the Champions League draw. It takes about three hours, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like two hours of nothing, and then we'll like, get a takeaway, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh my god. Like I just, I just love the Champions League. You know, honestly, I really do. I can't wait to see really who we get. Can you imagine St James's Parkman, right? Oh, on a Champions League night, I'm going to be bawling my eyes out. Like, oh my god, my just oh, unbelievable. I just shared it. Um, I think it was. It might have been yesterday, like later on last night, and I shared it, and it was. Um, I shared it on the Twitter and it was UEFA, I think it was through the UEFA channels it, it put something on about us being back to Champions League and mm. it was the highlights of Leverkusen at home and that was my first game. Oh, was it really? My oh, first man, yeah. game. Sure, first, uh-huh. How was it that game, yeah? First and last time yeah. I ever heard the Champions League anthem at St. James's and to yeah. think I could hear it again. I know. It's just got me I'll cry, like, I think Sorry, I it's got me welling up. Yeah. It's un- unbelievable, man. Like, unbelievable. Do you know what I'm looking forward to, right? What? And I'm going to keep on putting the caveat in though, as no matter which European competition that we get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even though I think it's going to be Champions League. <laughs> is that first display from War Flags? Because oh. you know it'll be special. So, so special. Absolutely, Honestly, unbelievable, mate. Like, it's just going to be... Because, you know, it is. Them keep setting that bar, don't they, for themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it must be hard. It must be really, really hard to keep coming up with new ideas and, and new things to do. And But whenever they do something... You know, they kind of make a big thing of yeah. it to say, like, get the early, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's just always amazing. Like, I've loved the ones where it's either side, you know, like, I, yeah. that that must take some effort. Like, but it's just, it's just unbelievable. And it really does help, though, doesn't it? It helps the atmosphere. It helps build the occasion. And you're right, like, St. James is one of the lights, like, on a European night, Champions League. Night. I remember oh, being a God. kid, man. I remember being a kid. Obviously, Champions League football back in the day. And yeah. even the European, on that, on that part, those nights were special. Yeah. Really, were, mate, yeah. Yeah, my, my, my first ever game, I've said this many times, was a... Uh, 
Athletic goal, Bill Bow at home, UEFA Cup it was. That was my first one, 3 2. We were 3 and up in about 10 minutes. Mm. Um, but Keegan Football got in trouble and we conceded two. But <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, it is. It's just special, isn't it? Now, you know what it is as well? Like, given what I was thinking about the Champions League was, you know, if you finish third, you, you see, we didn't, you'd get in the Europa League. You'd automatically get a sort of a, you know, a second, a second dip. So you, fair enough, you might, you might not. Oh, you just drop in, you like you funnel down, don't yeah, you? Yeah. So yeah. you could, you, fair enough, you have a, you have a stint in the Champions League, which I, I think we'll win it anyway. Um, but <laughs> 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 don't clip that. I'm just joking. Um, but if we've got in Europa League, like you're going to tap that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. brilliant. It's, it's kind of, it's just going to be amazing. It really, really is. It's going to be amazing. Um, so just obviously what being on the subject that Keegan Busey is, uh, do you guys worry with Champions League football and a congested schedule, we not be able to play the way we do, high intensity? Uh, we don't want to do a Leicester or West Ham and suffer in the league. You just look as far back as, as our last spell in European football, like you said earlier, Daryl, we'll struggle yeah, the season yeah. that, that we had European. Um, I think no matter what, there'll be a handful of, of incomings to the club, whether or not that that'll be starting players as in, and players come straight into starting eleven, or more players on, on the the same aspect where you can look at like the Gordon, mm-hmm. like players that that are decent players at their club currently, yeah. but maybe might not get into a starting eleven. Yeah, because to bring players into that starting eleven, they're gonna have to be very good players, Daryl. All right, I mean, what you'll see is. You know, the, the club are clearly preparing for different levels of European qualification for next season. And I think what you'll see is if we go into the Champions League, it'll be a case of this, the, the players that the club will look at to bring in will be it'll be players that will be better suited to rotation. And I think we'll see a lot more rotation next season with the Champions League fixtures in place as well. It's it sounds sorry, great. Sorry, it does know, honestly sorry, it sounds I, mental talking about, doesn't it? It does, yeah. You've just mentioned it twice there. Well, the Champions League, I'm just like, what is happening? Like it's, what is happening, man? Like it's just it, uh, it's just ridiculous. It, sh- it just shouldn't be as early as this, should it? No, we're, we're I mean? way ahead of schedule. Um, yeah, really? and I think oh, massively are. ahead of it. About two or three years ahead of schedule, like easy. Does anybody it, like associated with the club will, will probably openly admit that to you. To answer the question, like it does worry us. Like I have to be fair, and, and I know that we're going to have obviously investment, and you know we can we can improve the squad, but it, it does worry us that it's going to be tough. It, it really and is. It, it's going to it, be it'll be the first time for a lot of these players. I know some of them have obviously played Champions League football to, to a decent, well, yeah. decent level as well, to be yeah. fair. Also the first time for Eddie Howe and his coaching yeah. staff though. I was going to mention that. And yeah. it's a different ball game, it European is. football. But yes. Eddie's, he's a clued up kid. Like he's, he's, right. he's head screwed on and you know he will dissect every ounce and every inch of the opposition. What, one of the things that fascinates me about this is, you know, at the minute we're running on a week-to-week basis, basically, and we can see when we get more than, if we get a busy week with three games in, that you can sort of tell the performances start to dip by the time you get to the third fixture. In a season where you're going to end up with Champions League fixtures in between there as well, there's very little time to rest between your games, so it'll be interesting to see how the club and how Eddie and the staff manage that as well. Eddie Howe mentioned, obviously, the, the, the run which got to Wembley in the end. You mentioned that, saying, obviously, it's it's a, a bit of a look ahead of, of what the future will be like with this yeah. football club where we're yeah. playing midweek, Sunday, midweek, Sunday, every single week, really. I think it's 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 not, it's also, like of course, like being able to... Uh, the intensity that we're playing at, I understand that, you know, you, if you're playing that many games, it's hard to keep the intensity, right? But I also think that the preparation for the upcoming opposition you know what I mean? Like in terms of what you do in training to tactically prepare for them or work that you do on the training ground that's going to affect that game. Your time's cut so much shorter. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you finish on a, on a Saturday or a Sunday and you know you're playing Tuesday or Wednesday, right? Yeah. So you ain't got much time to prepare tactically 
physically, I mean, of course, you can look at boards and, and spreadsheets, but I mean, in terms of actually on the training ground, you ain't got much time, like. Oh. And then by the time you then get back, you're playing Saturday dinner time or, or maybe Sunday afternoon. Well, it's really tough, like. We're going to be running on mainly on momentum. And if we can yeah, keep hopefully. going on with results and, and yeah. not losing games, then it'll stand in good stead, like going through that campaign. But if you end up going on a run where you lose two or three, and we've done that before, especially in the Champions League days, it can hurt you. But I think, it, like like we said, it, it's going to be down to Eddie and the staff to make sure that we're on top of it. And to be honest, at the minute, you wouldn't bet against them. No, you wouldn't. No, definitely not. And I, I think what everyone has to, obviously, Chris has mentioned it there, and I was going to, about this is how his first sort of attempt in Europe and all the rest of it. I think as a, as a, an entire club, entire fan base, everyone, we have to just almost take this a little bit like a learning experience yeah. of like, okay, right, this is, we're there now, right? Okay, let's see what we can do. And then, it, it, listen, and if it doesn't work out that we would love it to, okay, well, we'll know we're going to be back there at some point. Then we learn from that experience. You know, We're going to have to give them grace. We're going to have to give them grace to, to a point where we're going to have to be ready to accept that things aren't going to go to plan because as much as we know that there are players in the squad that have played Champions League football, there's just as many, if not more, that haven't. Mm. Absolutely. And it's going Absolutely. to be a completely new ball game to them as well. Um, oh, of, of course, we'll, we will strengthen massively. In the, oh, yeah. Say massively. We'll certainly sign players in the summer. And it won't be the likes of it, either. <clears throat> no. Like last time. <laughs> no. no. You, you're going to have, you know, four or five players perhaps coming in and that's going to bolster you massively, you know. And, and in fairness, right, we've seen it already where... Well, that's, that's, I think you've got to look at it. Sorry to interrupt. It's, Sorry. You've got to look at it both on field in regards to, to recruiting players, but what this will, competition will do for the club in regards to a brand mm-hmm. and a global brand is up there as well. Oh, that's yeah. how the club will be looking at the, it. The benefits as well, commercial the, aspects. The, the benefits commercially yeah, are going to be out of this world. And it's the pinnacle of club football. It'll it be can't interesting. get any higher. I'll yeah. tell you what, it'll be interesting to see on the Amazon documentary just when it gets to the, the point where we reach the end of the season then this is just going to open up so many doors for the club in terms of revenue growth. It's just going to They're going to have a busy summer like. Oh, yeah. Massively. I, I, I was saying to a few of the lads on the weekend there, like, I think, I think it's amazing that we're in this position. Of course it is, right? But I also think that, the, the, let's try and make sense of what I'm going to say here. So that I think next season, right, I think, for all I know, Chelsea are just in this mess at the minute, right? You think they will fix Still it? Still think they'll fix it eventually, right? Liverpool will come back stronger, right? Spurs, you, well, Spurs, Spurs are a bit won't. of a mess, but if, <laughs> if them if them got it right, if them could get it right, you know what I mean? Um, the the option of finishing the top four, it, it, it's going to be tough next season. Like, it's going to be tough. Yeah. So I think we've, we've kind of like, with Chelsea, and I don't want to take this away from us, I really don't, right? But with Chelsea being as poor as they have been and Liverpool slipping off, we've really capitalised on that and took we advantage didn't, took advantage of that, um, which has been amazing, of course, because um, I think next season, you may well not finish in the top four, you know what I mean? But it is it is what it is, you know what I mean? But we'll, we'll see, we'll see. I think but it changes. There's a couple of comments saying, saying top five next year gets Champions League. It does, yeah, that's so right. Changes, yeah, I was doesn't about, it? That's right, the day, yeah. So, yeah, that's right. It, top five, which uh, 25% of your league getting in Champions League doesn't sound good. <laughs> personally to me. It's crazy, but, isn't it? But, but we'll take it because we might be the ones finishing yeah. fifth, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean, you've got my United probably going to get... God knows how much investment coming yeah, up. Yeah, so they're, they're going to be stronger. So it's going to be it's going to be tough, right? But, you know. It, it's interesting, you know, when we mentioned about this season being like the Leicester championship winning season. It is to a degree because there were a lot of teams that season that were going through a transition mm. and it just allowed Leicester to just go through with their momentum and just steamroll the whole league. Mm. Um, so, you know, but then again, we're a team in transition. So, True, yeah. you know, we're, we're going through a transition as much as anybody else is and it's going to be great to see where we go. 
Oh, we're going to win the Champions League, so it's all good. <laughs> we'll, just, not, we'll just sack the league off. Right? Rather than win that. Uh, yeah, cool. we'll, just, we'll, 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 we'll sack the league off, right? Just, just, we'll, we'll stay sack up. We'll just, we'll just stay up, right? So we'll be fine. <laughs> and just concentrate on the Champions League <laughs> and win it. <laughs> right. Uh, next question is from Dan Witten, uh, who is a member of the channel as well. So if anybody else wants to become a member, you have more chance of your question being read out as well. It's just two ninety nine a month. You get access to more videos, to bonus content, uh, to early access to, to majority of videos and access to the Telegram group. And I can only imagine how buzzing that group's going to be <laughs> this time next season. Um, so Dan Witten says, is it time to start? How am I going to finish this one, Dave? <laughs> uh, planning people's exits or planning who we're signing? Um, so you went with a negative approach you did, first of all, Decker, but <laughs> oh. it wasn't that. Oh, right, it was, okay. is it time to start Wilson and Isaac together? Oh, okay, right. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'll jump in first, and I'm going to say not just yet, because I like the impact that they have later on in the game. Well, I, I'm going to I'm going to say that, and put it from a different angle, actually, is that I feel, basically, right, I think a lot, a lot to do with Wilson's unbelievable form. Is he doesn't he's not playing as many minutes. So I think if you went back to Wilson playing every single game again, you either break down or his body just won't be able to perform the way it's performing at the moment. And I really think that having this this balance of one game at you, one game at him type type of approach, I think one's making Wilson incredibly hungry. To yeah. when he's seen it, listen, I, I still say this, right? I could be forgive us if I'm wrong, but th- there was a game where I think Isak had scored a couple. Oh, it was a Tottenham game, was, and he looked pissed yeah. off when he scored, Wilson. He didn't look happy at all, Aye. and he had just scored. And it was almost as if to go, I'm still here, you know, like do you know what I mean? Like, and and I feel as if that that in Wilson is so cocky, right? He's unreal <laughs> for that. I feel as if he'll be seeing goals going, going Fuck's sake, I, I should be the what do you know what I mean? And, and I think that might uh, push him more because seeing Isak doing as well as he is, it pushed him more to go on against Everton. Yeah, on, that can I sorry, I'm going back. That's that second goal, man. Oh, what hey. a goal yeah, that, that was. Oh hey, my god. Hey. I was just the noises I was making were unbelievable. Um <laughs> but I but I think I think Wilson not playing as much is one hundred percent helping him because he's he's been able to rest a Without bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he's coming on, he's really got a point to prove. Um but he can, he can give more effort as well, can't he? Hundred percent more in. Hundred percent. But I, I agree to the question though, right? On on just what your eyes see, the eye test is get them on all the time because they're the best. <laughs> I, I get it. I get the question. What worries though is if you don't capitalise when, when they're both on the field in the early minutes of a game, then where do you go later on in the game to yeah. change things? Yeah. Because you'd want them on later in the game together still, wouldn't you? And it, it would have to make a change somewhere else. But I think to answer that question is you have to listen to what Eddie says about playing them together and it's got to be in the right circumstances. Mm-hmm. And you saw that at Brentford worked perfectly playing them together in the second half. Um, it worked well yesterday against Southampton perfect Everton worked well um uh, yeah and I think what you've mentioned there is also important that we against Brentford we did bring them both on and we actually played them as a pair yeah whereas the other two examples you've given they're not actually as a pair the Isak is much further yeah. away but um so again the versatility there is, is superb like but I still think that you know allowing Wilson to not play as many units is so 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 important got to keep them hungry really haven't you yeah, yeah got to I keep think, them hungry um and the time, unfortunately, the time will come, you know, it will come where Isak probably does get hurt again. It, it just, it, it's football, right? It'll happen. Yeah. And then you will have to rely on Wilson constantly. But um, his, 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 his form since 
you know, people were obviously questioning. He went through that bad run after the post World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, it's um, it's incredible what he's done since coming. Like to refine his form again. It's incredible. just what he's done last month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah was really it eight goals? Eight goals in April. Eight, eight, eight goals in April. Yeah, yeah. Incredible, oh, incredible, incredible, absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, let's go through the rest of these questions, and we'll fire through these ones as quick as we can. We've been going forty-five minutes tonight. Oh, no, already? Forty-five. Really, yeah. Already gone. Um, so this one is from Ian. Can I get shot, Ian? Says. I'm assuming this is down to Isaac. He says, do you see him as a striker or playing on the wing going forward as his primary position? It's a versatility of the kid. This is just how good he is. And I think he's probably the type of kid that that won't make a song and dance about whatever position he's on because he can do a job no matter where he is. But for me, do you know what? He reminds us so much of Remy because Remy looked amazing on that wing as well. Yeah, coming in from that. Uh, area, he looked yeah. fantastic on the wing, yeah. Remy. And he's he's not your he's not your typical striker. Colin Wilson, you'd look at Wilson yeah, and go, "You're yeah. a typical number nine for Newcastle." Mm-hmm. But every time he's like played up top, he does a mint job, absolutely fantastic yeah. job. So it's a different. I don't kind, know. It's a different kind of job to Wilson as mm. well. He's not the target man that you want. He's the one yeah. that can run in behind and he uses his pace and his touch. And he's for me, it's whatever suits the circumstances. My answer to that. If you need somebody to run in behind through the middle, he's actually man. If you need somebody to hold the ball up, use Wilson and use him as a battering ram, by all means. Um, it, it, uh, yeah, it goes back to the versatility, though. I mean, to yeah, have that versatility across your front line is just amazing. Though. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think in terms of like his goal scoring, you think of the goals he has scored, a lot of them have come in within that six-yard area. Do you know what I mean? He's been a poacher that we've needed. Uh, you go back to the Fulham game where Longstaff and Wilson headed it across for yeah. He sacks the one in that, literally on the line to tap it in. That header he scored, I still, the one Mark says he didn't do out, he just glanced it on. He, he generated all the power. <laughs> that was an amazing header. I can't remember what game it was, but it, it's, it is a tough one to answer that question, because like, I think, let's say, right, okay, let's say you're going to say Isak is going to be the man through the middle, then the option that you've got out left, in many people's eyes, may not be good enough, because either it's going to be Gordon full-time or Maxi full-time, and maybe mm. people might not be happy with either the man says. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, Joe Linton's been on the left. Oh, that's very true. Yes, you've well, got yeah. Joe Linton there. You've, you've got real some options. To be fair, on the left hand side, different options, like like yeah. in regards to style of play. Yeah, some lovely little relationships, uh, relationships like developing. I see him personally in the future because Wilson will still be here next year, which is great, right? You know, the rest yeah. of it. but eventually Wilson will eventually um, move on, and because because of age, I, I do see him personally. I think through the through the middle, I, I feel him that way. But like a bit, like it's almost like you know he's been compared to Thierry Henry. He could have the career trajectory of Thierry Henry and end up in the middle from the wing. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He would still do the same job. Thierry Henry or something else. Funny. <laughs> play anyway. It's just the comparisons, yeah. and we're not the only ones saying yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. They're saying that they're saying the coaching staff, but obviously behind the scenes at, at St James's, have been saying the same thing, but the two skate the same publicly. <laughs> yeah. For us to have a player that's even linked in the same breath as him is, is oh. just unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next one yeah. is from Rossington Bear. That is, if we slash when we get Champions League. <laughs> Does getting another striker become a priority? Yeah. Wilson simply won't be able to play two games a week as good as he is. Totally agree. I, I agree to a certain extent. I didn't. I, do you know what it is? A handful of weeks ago, I would be 100% behind that point, seeing that Wilson can't feature every game. He's not featuring every game at the minute in regards to starting. And I know things will change. But we've had a hectic schedule recently where we're trying to fit games in because of the cup run that we went on. Yeah. And that'll continue until the end of the season. I, I don't think a strike will be priority because 
I think you're probably going to be looking at somebody to either challenge Wilson for that second spot, because I think that, that that's his ex spot to, to lose, really, or your third choice. I don't think we're going to bring somebody in to, to go straight top of that pile. No, so I get what you're saying about priority, maybe the word, but I think, let's be fair, when we had Wood, we had three strikers then, and how definitely, I believe, went on record to say like he felt we were weakened by selling Wood, but yeah, the, 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 the yeah. deal was too good to turn down, yeah. and that, that's football happens. Um, there's absolutely no doubt about it that he'd want another striker, and <clears throat> to have them three options, I, I really feel that, because if you imagine, you know, if Isak did get hurt, you then rely on Wilson two games a week. Well, yeah. Thanks very much I for mean, coming because that's not going to last very you, long. You definitely need to have that third option, like you yeah. say. And it'll be interesting because this is where we start talking about well, who we start thinking about names, and you can't, still can't. Oh no, you no. think can't who it's going to be? We would have been asked this question this time last year, and nobody mentioned Isaac. No. Yeah. The, the, cl- the club. Why it's a club's yeah. job. The, the club will know. Um, but I definitely think another strike is very, very important. I think given the amount of competitions we're going to be involved in. And the way that the way that we are in the club that we are, we'll be challenging on all fronts. Well, of course, not going to win everything. I'm not saying that, yeah. but how how how's attitude will be? We will try and win every single game we're involved in. Mm-hmm. So that's talking across four competitions, then, and that that's tough work. Like I think you're work. going to have to look at the other side of the field, and obviously we've got Botman, who's who's a young kid, right? He's going to be here for God knows how long, hopefully. Oh, that's amazing, you know. Sorry, oh, sorry oh, for sorry. that that moment of silence. Uh, we saw Leicester score uh, against Seven. <laughs> I think you've got to have to look at, at Fabian Shaw and and in yeah. regards to a replacement. In yeah, well, do you know what it is? I'm going to ask you because I was well, I thought we'd come to this anyway, but <clears throat> I'm trying to make the show longer. Um, so in terms of positions that we need, I have my kind of list where I think we do. So you've obviously mentioned Shea there here. You mentioned so. Yeah. Uh, so w- I'll come to you next. I'll ask Chris and yeah, ask yeah. you. So what positions do you feel we need in the summer? Right back. Okay, but that all depends on on Crafts recovery because I think Kraft could do a job as a replacement. I think he's a, he's a decent player. Um I'm gonna say left back. I want a, a left back who who's pretty similar to, to Trippier, but obviously on the other hand side on the other side of the field. I'm st- do you know what it is from from that right hand wing I'm still not confident at times with that side. And that those and obviously a centre back like I mentioned. Okay. Darryl? Um, very much the same. Um, I think, like Chris said, it depends on the how the the options underneath Trippier are. So that you're looking at Craft's um, return and his return to fitness. Mankio, you're, you, you're looking at Harrison Ashby, who's very much under the radar at the minute because of, he's recovering from injury and he's doing a lot of stuff with the reserves at the minute. You're very much looking at his development as well and how quickly he develops. Um, in terms of left back, totally agree. Um, you need somebody who is a similar ilk to Trippier or or whatever on that side. Definitely an understudy for Cher on the yeah. on the along the lines of a Botman. Um for me, I still think we need a natural defensive midfielder. Is that to free up Bruno? To free up Bruno, yeah, absolutely. Um I think, you know, when when Bruno came into the side last January for the first time and, and started finding his feet, he was helped and he was more free to go forward when he had likes of a Shelby sitting in behind him. So you need a natural defensive midfielder. Who that is, God knows. But I do know one. Well, <laughs> um, and I think I think the club might want to try and stick to maybe four marquee signings, but I think you would still see maybe another one or two. And I think uh, an extra striker would definitely be on the list for me. Who was your defensive midfielder, Endeavour? 
Uh, Air Declan Rice. Um, but uh, <laughs> surprise, 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 surprise. I think I might get Tillemans of uh, But anyway, um, I think, I, well, some, you've pretty much named them what I would do. Left back 100%. Definitely. Um, as much as I like targeting Dan Bernstein brilliantly over there, I think you would need you need someone over there, really. Yeah. Uh, definitely replacement centre-half for um, Shea, because yeah. because Burn will be Botman's replacement if anything happens to him. You need someone else for Shea. Uh, right back actually wasn't some, some way I thought of, if I'm being honest, and I suppose a lot of that does have, have to deal with how Kraft returns, right? Because it's the yeah. long injury that he's it had. Almost season, tough. wasn't it? And do you know what it is, right? He, he's another player, the one that went from being really really not 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 like too strong just not rated yeah uh, to becoming really good <laughs> like <laughs> everyone had a lot of time for him defensive midfield definitely 100 percent of that 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 position sorted um to allow bruno to be free another striker and then maybe maybe right wing possibly right wing because you really have only got murphy and and almiron unless, unless you sacrifice max you could go out there could uh could gordon go out there if needed <laughs> you can shift things right you can for, but for it's those not wing positions but yeah you, yeah yeah. Uh, the, the, the rumours of uh, Diaby just aren't disappearing. Yeah. Oh, he's good. Everybody That's mentions him every single podcast that yeah. would do, but obviously he's that right hand side winger. That yeah. if you could strengthen them areas, you get you know. So if you got, I like, I love Teeny. If you could somehow get him, if he stays fit, you had another centre half just as backup. Um, you're getting that centre midfield area sorted as well. For you know, you're really yeah, you're talking. Do you know what it is? I, I think. We'll have to look at look at the the, the the I'm saying squad players, not even squad players, but if you look at the likes of, of Longstaff and Murphy, who will be on reasonably low paying contracts compared to to some of the, these stars that we've got in the team. So you look at Bruno or Joel Hinton, they'll, they'll be on massive wages and Isaac will be on a huge one. This is what you want at this moment in time with, with, with where the club are, because they're not really going to be rocking any boat in regards to wages just yet. Mm-hmm but they're going to be essential to the growth of this football club and the competitions that we're going to be involved in because we'll need their legs for the likes yeah. of the cup games, games in the Premier League against lower, lower oppositions in, in the in the table as well. I think, yes, we'll look at eventually advancing from those, but the next couple of years, I think they're going to be essential to this they, football club. They can be rewarded with a, a little bit of an increase without breaking the bank as well, like you say, because of what they're on at the minute, it's relatively low compared to everybody else, which is a good incentive to them as well to show that if they keep improving, then the sky's the limit. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I, I think I, I think um, some of them European games, you know, away from home and that, you know, when you, I'm not, uh, depending on who you get in your group, but some of the lower end sides that mm-hmm. we would class, the likes of your Murphys and, and 100% are going to do a, a serious job in them games. Like, um, So they're, they're going to be a massive importance. And I'm sure I said only last week or the week before that there's not going to be a huge exodus of players. Like, you yeah. know, the majority are going to stay. There'll be a few riches and then that probably go. But I think that the, the nucleus that you're seeing now are all going to still be there. Um, like I said, Jamal Lewis might move on, you know, if that's possible. Mm-hmm. Things like that might happen. But I think that the, the, the main nucleus that are playing now are going to still be there next year. Do you know what I remember? Um, now, Rafa, when we're, when when you think of it now, we're still miles away. But at the time, we all said, "I feel like we're only two or three players away from being a good side." Remember, we used to always that, yeah. that used to always get coined that phrase. A couple of signings of Ashley would put his hand in his pocket. We'd be a really good signing, Rafa. Like I think we are three or four away from being like absolutely unreal. Actually, to be honest right. with you, yeah. on how when um, it's it's not loads needs done. Like the, 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 clearly, not we're third in the fucking league. Of course, sorry, I saw there. I've said more than so. It's fine, man. People switched off now. Man. It's fifty-four minutes. That's good then. Um, <laughs> But yes, we're not a million miles away from being, you know, absolutely brilliant. But it's just the depth, and as I say, yeah. it's just going over all them competitions and all of them games. That's all it is, and also consistency is uh, in in performances. I said this to the lads on Saturday. Like, 
forget forget keeping people fit and people getting injured, right? Just for players to play consistently well over so many games. You're expecting Willard to play 45, 50 games well. It, it's tough, that. You know, yeah, it's yeah. really tough. Like You're asking players not only to stay fit and healthy, but to consistently play well. And that's all started. Can, can, can also be difficult, but I guess we're all going to find out together. So, but uh, just happy to be there. Um, I'll end it on this one. That is from Joseph Brook. That's serious. I know that there's a lot, but what is your game of the season so far? Oh my! I might. I know it's just recent, like, but that Spurs first half. It's hard to overlook that, isn't it? Oh, I... it's really hard to overlook that. Um, it. It's between. It's between my United at home in that one but I think I've never seen football like that in the first 20 minutes since yeah. I've watched the club so since I've supported the club <laughs> you know what I mean I, I'll always say that the my United 5-0 was probably the best game that I'd ever been to but goodness me that 20 minutes man, was just I keep on saying this and I apologise to people that are regulars and listen to the podcast and match previews and reactions but it's all about benchmarks of the season and obviously coming against up against Man United who obviously were battling with at the time obviously we wanted to get a bit of payback because of the the cup final yeah. result as well and we've gone and done it then Spurs come along, we do that. It, it's it's those moments of the season you think, hang on, we're we're, we're challenging, yeah. yeah, like we really are. hundred yeah, percent. I, I tell you, another game, to with them, like I, I tell you, one game that I'll always, and I know we didn't win it, right? But when we were, we were was it three one up against Man City at that time? Yeah, goodness, there's, there's been a shout. Goodness there. me. So Dan Witten says it wasn't a win, but Man City at home was yeah. such a statement, set the tone for the season. Totally agree with that. That's my thought there as well. Great comment, that because we're. We're really match. We took the game to them. No one does that to Man nah, City. No, no one. They, no. They'll always sit back and all of it. We absolutely battered them. If I'm quite honest with you, like for a long period of that game. Yeah. Um, but I think overall, you, you've probably got to give it to Spurs, haven't you? Just for I what think it was. so. Yeah, just yeah. for that opening twenty minutes. Yeah. And 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 what it meant at the time because it was everyone was bigging up that this is the game for Champions League. It yeah. was the game, right? It was the the match trying, six point. Trying and to pile the pressure on us that yeah. we were going to bottle it, and then we just come up and we just absolutely blitz Spurs. Honestly, there's been so many moments this season, both home and away, where I've just my my face will be a pitch. I just absolutely gobsmacked yeah. at certain moments, mm. and whether that's that's obviously getting to to a final. Yeah, and going to Wembley. Know. You, you, you kind of forget that as well, don't you? You know, the, I must admit, I've got, I'm so obsessed with the Champions League and the option, the chance of finishing yeah, in Europe. Wembley, and you, we've got to Wembley, and it, you, I forgot that to be fair. I so yeah, it's just been remarkable. It really, really has the the job that he has done, man. It's just it's, unbelievable. Man. It's been a season so far full of just outrageous moments. I mean, I can look back at the list here and say Tottenham away, Tottenham at home, oh, uh, Leicester man. away on Boxing Day, three 0 away. Yeah. You know, it, there's been some amazing. Brentford results. earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Well, you you've been to an awful lot of away games yeah. as well this season. Watch, How many been to this season, Daryl? Uh, oh, double look, figures, yeah. is it? If we include Leeds, which is coming up in Chelsea, on uh, last day of the season, it'll be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, including the games at Tramier and Daryl's got a job Wednesday. as well, believe it or not, <laughs> including the games at Tramier and Sheffield Wednesday in the cups. Um, Amazing, so it'll be 12 man. games this season. He's got his little diary there, these green ticks. Me little, I love me it. Little I love ticks it's very organised. I love that. Stats there, but no. Oh, did he miss that? Oh, my God. Sorry, I apologise. No, no, yeah, sorry, fine, I apologise. Yeah, um, Once again, we're all watching. But, <laughs> Jesus, you, know, you need to watch this back. When, when you talk about getting like revenge on Man United, I don't even, that's not going to happen, is it? I can't believe this is the score, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, right. Anyway, but yeah, so, you, you know, you talk about getting revenge on Man United over the, like, for the cup final by beating them here. Um, just the one that sticks out for me is going back to Nottingham Forest after playing there in the championship 
and under Rafa and, and exercising that demon of that game, mm-hmm. you know, with mm-hmm. those two horrendous red cards mm-hmm. that were both rescinded after the yeah, game, yeah, yeah, um, and, and doing the job there and, and just exercising that, that that demon from the city ground. Um, in terms of in terms of atmospheres, what's been the best away day of the season for you? They've been at Arlem, so. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Um, West Ham was a phenomenal atmosphere down at the at what is a ground that is not a football ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think again, be, it's so recent, but it sticks in the mind is Everton last week mm. for the sheer fact of the story around Anthony Gordon and the way everything just panned out in the second half and the fact that we just turned turned them over in the second half. We we have we have this sort of this real rivalry with them. Don't I don't know yeah. how it's just happened and, and I get it. And I thought the scenes at the end of the game looked really special yeah. between fans and, and yeah. the players. It, look, it looked a proper, it looked amazing. There was a real moment where there was a togetherness between them, between both yeah. both groups. And yeah. to be honest, I think when we play Leeds in just in about a week, well, in just under a fortnight's time, that'll probably be the same. And yeah. I think whatever happens, that last game of the season at Stamford Bridge, I think that could be even more special again, depending. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I don't even think it really matters on the result. It's just going to be the, because it's the last game of what is just an absolutely amazing season. Yeah. And do you know what, do you know what I'm looking forward to? And I would never normally say this because of the circumstances that we're in this season is that I'd normally love that, that last home game of the season being on, on a Saturday. Yeah. I love that. Obviously Sunday, if it, it's the final one of the season yeah. as, as it ends, but it's been shifted to the Monday night now, hasn't it? Yeah. So it's Leicester at home on the Monday That's night. Right, yeah. So St. James's Park, <sighs> under the floodlight, obviously the floodlights will come on eventually, probably won't start them, but honestly, that's going to be special. When, when those lads are, are doing the lap of honour in St. James's Park for the last home game of the season, it's going to be special. It's, like, it's going to be really electric. You can already feel it now. The hairs on your arms are going to well, be that, stood up. Now. that Arsenal game at home, I always reference oh, that yeah. every week. I seem to see, come back to this game. But that last home game there, like the 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 uh, the scenes before the game with the flags, still see a plane. I'm not sure by CDC was an amazing moment as well. Don't know how, but it was. It just seemed to fit really well in the end when they got the big photo at the yeah. end. It was that was unbelievable that game, and I think obviously it'll be very similar. This little Leicester's going to be, you know, a monumental. That's going to be an unbelievable, an unbelievable. Champions League so. music ringing in the back. Oh, <laughs> I'll be ring to me message soon a lot. Like oh, everything's right. just going to be that that well, tone. Uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll have to dig out a bit of status quo and get status quo rolling. Oh, unreal, Aye. unreal, Aye. unreal. Uh, thanks everybody for, for joining us tonight thanks if you are listening back to the audio as well it means a lot to us as always if you just want to rate the audio uh, on whatever platform you're listening to it give it a five star rating uh, you would have seen the news late last week as well that we are moving uh, we are jumping away from 90 minute football oh. and we are joining sports social so we'll be part of their podcast network so yeah help us out a little bit and like, like i said rate the video five star rating um, I believe we're only 15 subscribers away Ooh. from 10,000 now. So hopefully by Come the in. end of this week, we'll hit that 10,000 figure. And that's when you will get the battle of the goalkeeper video. And um, But yeah, it's been a pleasure, boys. Thank you very much for joining me. It's a pleasure. And Always good. we'll see you next week. ta Podcast Network.